Our scripture reading tonight comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. It is the Christmas story. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was the first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. All went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. He went to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now even to Bethlehem, And see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying that was told to them, considering this child. And all that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things which they had seen, as it was told unto them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This little Christmas Eve meditation starts in a place far, far away from Bethlehem, but then also very close to it. Can you remember a time when you felt completely out of place, completely out of your league? I think all of us at some point in our lives have felt that we were out of place in over our head or out of our league in some way. We were just, well, we felt like we were just in the wrong place at the wrong time, even though we were in the exact place we were supposed to be at that time. A few months ago, a memory bubbled up as I was preparing these, these sermons, these Advent sermons, and I thought about a time when I, was, when I experienced that. It was June of 1999. Natalie and I had just gotten married, and we had bummed our way to Hawaii thanks to my dad's business travel. He cashed in IBM points so that we could fly to Hawaii and stay for a few days. 
We went to Hawaii, of course, because we were too nervous to actually leave the United States. We didn't, want, we didn't know how to get our passports stamped. We didn't know anything about clearing customs. And so at least in Hawaii, we could go and come back and stay in the States. But we were also people who spent, well, you, you know us, we spent way too much time gathering information and thinking about what it is we might do. And so, so we had some of those travel books that, that we had before you had Yelp and TripAdvisor. And we still have those travel books on our bookcase. And all week we followed the guidance of the travel books. We had a great time. And, and towards the last night of the week, we thought, you know what, we, we want to go have, have one nice meal. And so we followed the Frommer's Guide to the Plantation House Restaurant at the Kapalua Golf Resort. Those of you who are golf fans may recognize that name. We put on the the best clothes that we had that were clean, and we drove in our rental Jeep with the top up so our hair didn't get messed up, and we we pulled into the parking lot, and we we went to this fancy restaurant, and immediately we felt like we were out of place. You see, for us at that time in our life, the Outback was fancy. That was was who we were, and as soon as we walked in, we we were welcomed, but we felt completely out of place. Our eyes just kind of stared at each other real big as we tried to figure out what it was that was on the menu. And when the waitress came over to take our order, we were too nervous to order a Coke and a Sprite. We didn't drink wine like everybody else that was there at that time in our lives. And so we said, well, we'll just have some tea. They don't serve sweet tea in Hawaii. (laughs) That night, they didn't serve unsweet tea. They brought us a beautiful little porcelain pitcher with two teacups and saucers and what, can I, what I can only assume is the finest tea bags that, that Maui had to offer. And that night we learned how to steep tea in the plantation house. I have no idea what, what I ate that night. I'm sure it was excellent. It was probably the steak, the only steak I could recognize the name of. And when the bill came... I looked at it, and I thought about it. And well, remember when 15% was generous when it came to a tip? These days they tell you 20-25%. And the bill came, and, and it was something like 78 or $81. I could have gone to the Outback twice for that. <laughs> Chili's three times. We had this friend at our wedding. His name is Mikey. He's a family friend. Mikey is a dead ringer for the country music singer, Travis Tripp. And he plays it up, too. Like, he, he tries to look that way. And at our reception, Mikey gave me a $100 handshake. And that night, I still had that $100 in my wallet, and I left it with that bill, leaving something like a 25 or 27% tip because I was too embarrassed to ask for change. That story doesn't really have much of anything to do with Christmas, except it, in a way, I think has everything to do with that night in the manger. That night in the stable. We all remember times when we were underdressed or underclassed or overwhelmed or in over our heads, just like Natalie and I were at the plantation house that night. And surely everybody in this story, in this passage, 
in Luke 2 felt the exact same way. Shepherds being overwhelmed by a heavenly host of angels. They felt out of their league, yet, yet they went to see. Mary and Joseph were just two kids trying to do their best. The Lord was working in mysterious ways beyond which, which they could imagine. And then they had had an unexpected pregnancy, a long journey, and then they end up in a stable for this birth. This wasn't really their place. They weren't fitting in. They weren't setting trends. This is the kind of stuff that happens to the outsiders, to the forgotten, to the poor, to the downtrodden. And then a little while later, they're at their humble home in Nazareth when three wise men come with gold and frankincense and myrrh. There are others in the story we could talk about. But if you look at it, you might think nobody in this story fits in. Nobody in this story feels like they're in the right place at the right time. No one in this story has it all together. Yet when it comes to this story, to to the gospel story, the good news of Jesus is that we don't have to be fitting in. We don't have to have everything lined up right. We don't have to have everything in order exactly how we expect it to be in order for Christ to still come. Jesus was born on this night to a poor virgin in a stable. Jesus' family just a year or two later had to go on the run to Egypt to avoid the the massacre at the hands of of the, the religious and the political leaders. If Jesus, when he came to start doing his ministry, picked stinky fishermen and and poor tax collectors. If he wanted to fit in, there were many other ways he could have done it. There were other families, other circumstances, other cultures, other rulers, other professions he could have chosen if his goal was to rally a big crowd where everybody felt the same. But Jesus was born for everyone. The love of God comes for all of us. The feeling like we fit in is not necessary. Because no matter who we are, tonight's a night where the fulfillment of the promise of God is that we're all loved, no matter who we are. So we don't have to do things perfectly, yet we're still forgiven. We don't always follow as closely as we might would want to, yet we find that God still draws near. We don't always see all that clearly, yet the Lord provides us a path. And, and our situations, our souls, our family, our spiritual station in life may be as imperfect as everything was in that stable on that night. And that stable that night is where God showed up. And so tonight, we, it behooves us to remember that it's not about getting everything right, feeling perfectly comfortable, or making sure everything fits as it's supposed to. Tonight, maybe the opposite is true. The story is powerful because it's for those who don't perfectly fit in. Jesus arrives and welcomes the Savior to those who wouldn't have been able to, to create a Savior on their own. Jesus comes to, in some ways, a bunch of misfits. And maybe that's just what we are also. 
A bunch of misfits who are who have been waiting and who are welcoming the Lord in the hope of God's hope, peace, joy, and love. And so tonight, whether we realize it or not, we need this birth. We celebrate this birth. We celebrate this Savior. And we remember that maybe we're all a little bit outsiders who don't quite fit in. And the good news tonight is that Jesus meets us anyway. Or... Jesus especially meets us in that way. He meets us, the misfits. He meets us, the outsider. He meets us who are in over our heads. Tonight, I pray that we all feel that welcome that only He can perfectly bring. No matter who we are, no matter how we fit in, no matter what we've gotten right, and no matter what we haven't gotten right either. Will you pray with me? Holy and loving God, we give you thanks for this night. A night where we're all welcomed. A night where we all peer into the stable and into the manger and see that you have come again. A night when we celebrate that you have come because you love the world. And that you love us all so much that you gave us your son. And so Lord, we come tonight and we celebrate. We come tonight and we give thanks. We come tonight and we find a way to feel welcome here and welcomed by you, even if there's nowhere else in the world where we feel welcome. Oh Lord, thank you for meeting us tonight and for reaching out to us and loving us tonight, especially on this night. Thank you, Lord, for meeting us and for hearing these prayers that we offer in the name of Jesus Christ. Your son, your son who was born for us today. Amen.